Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your Apostle Reddick with Converting Souls Apostolic Ministries. And tonight is our CSAM Bible study. And we will be, I will be teaching on Christ's Rhema. Christ Rhema. And so let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you that your desire for us is to strengthen us, to build us up, or to edify us to perfect us, to reconcile us back to you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Your desire to feed us that which is convenient, to give us our daily bread, for us to speak your words that move, that are powerful, that are living. And I pray, God, that you would open up every ear and every eye that they may hear you and that your word will be sown in good ground and will be received without offense. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Christ Rhema. John the 12th chapter, the 48th verse. I can't see you in the corner. It says, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, have given me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Christ Rhema. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. The words of God. They are rhema. And what is rhema? It is the all-powerful it is the operative word or command of God. And this is, this is what the word words mean that Jesus is saying. He said, he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judge him. 
The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. The words that I speak shall judge him. So we can reject his word. We can get offended by his word. We can turn our backs on his word. We can walk away from his word. But his word is operative, powerful, and it is the command of God which shall judge you. It shall judge you. It says in the last day. In the last day, it shall judge you. Jesus didn't say, I will judge you. But he said, my words. And then he said, for I have not spoken of myself, but the father which sent me. So who in turn is the father but God? Yah, Yahweh, Jehovah. Elohim. Who is the father but the ancient of days? The words that we speak from God, if they are rejected, right, rejected, if they are offensive to you, if they are received by you in the last day, they shall judge you. They shall judge you. Mark 16, 16, they shall judge you. He says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And uh, I want to go back up a scripture because he is given the apostles the great commission. He has given the apostles the great commission. And we must understand that he is saying, in verse, verse 15, and he said unto them, go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And we must understand that whether you believe or you believe not, the words of the gospel shall judge you in the last day. It shall judge you. The rhema words of God that come forth out of your mouth. The words of Christ that we preach and teach. That we try to reach the gospel. In truth and soundness. They shall judge us in the last day. And they shall judge those that hear it. Those that believe and those that believe not. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. What is it about the word of God? So powerful, so operative. 
the command of God that some men and women don't want to hear directly from him. They fear hearing from the Most High God. We're going to turn to Deuteronomy, the 18th chapter. And we're going to start at the 16th verse. It says, according to all, matter of fact, 15, the Lord thy God will raise unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken. He says, of thy brethren like unto me. According to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God and Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more that I die not. What is it about the voice of God? And the fire of the Almighty that men and women thought they would die from it. So their request was let me not hear the voice of the Lord again. They didn't want to hear the Ancient of Days. They didn't want to hear the Holy One of Israel. He says, neither let me see this great fire anymore that I die not. Verse 17, and the Lord said unto me, they have well spoken that which they have spoken. So if you don't want to hear from the Almighty, God said he will raise up a prophet. In which he will speak through. Verse 18, I will raise them up a prophet. And of course, he's talking to Moses from among their brethren like unto thee and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I should command him. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. The words of God come through the mouth of a raised prophet. It comes through the mouth of the one Christ, the Messiah, who is like unto Moses. But he was the spiritual governor that set us free. The words of God that he carried operative, all-powerful in the command of God. And he says, when we don't hearken, he is going to require it of us. You have Jesus Christ and you have the words of God coming through his mouth. 
but did it stay there? Let's go to John, the 12th chapter. Because we understand that although he is like Moses, he was higher than Moses. And he is the Christ. You may know him as a, a prophet because the Jews wouldn't accept him for more than a prophet. Certain religious Jews, the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. Certain religious leaders, the chief priests, the ones that John the Baptist and Christ called vipers. They were religious in their ways. I want you to understand that God is saying the rhema words that come forth out of the prophet's mouth, uh, out of the apostle's mouth, uh, out of the preacher's mouth. If they are the true words of God, they are going to judge you in the last day. They are going to judge you. Going back to John 12, verse 50, he says, And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. But let's go to 49. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. What did Jesus say and speak? The raiment words of God. Because that's what word means. It's a rhema. It is the command of God. It's powerful and operative. What do you speak? What do you speak, Pastor Prophetess? The word of God. You speak the rhema of God. She's one of the pastors that teach and she teaches from the word of God. So when she teaches and her teaching is sound because she don't drift off to this and that and, and this and that and the other, she stick with the word of God and she warns people if she speaks of something different, she warns you as a believer not to believe. Why? Because. The words and command of God are operative and powerful in your life. And if they are, they free you from Satan's schemes. They break the shackles off your ankles. They get rid of the spirits that don't belong to you. They get rid of the spirits. Of the constellation of the dragon. Of Satan's family. That's what constellation of the dragon mean. Satan's family. We must understand. That the commandments of God is life everlasting. Not damnation. 
So whether we believe or reject those words are going to judge us in the last day. If we believe God is saying, I have this commandment. Jesus is saying the Christ, the Messiah. See, the Jews didn't want to receive him as the Messiah either. And that's Christ, the anointed one. And what is Messiah but the anointed one? He says, I have that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. life everlasting so here we have those that will reject or believe not and he said these words shall judge you but then they have those that believe and he said these are the commandments of god the rhema of god that is giving you life everlasting it's operative and powerful in your life To speak means to talk, to talk at randomly. And it's just not to just jibber jabber, but it gives off facts of speech, not speechlessness. And it, it, this, this, this word where he says, so I speak. It is ascribed to God. He is speaking the commandments of God to life everlasting. Hebrews, the first chapter. Hebrews, the first chapter, verses one through three. God, who at sun-dry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son. See, I want you to know, if you know the Bible, some receive the Son as a prophet and a prophet only. But then others received him as the son, the beloved of the almighty God. They received him as the son of God. Excuse me. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. It says, whom he hath appointed. He hath appointed. What do we read by Moses in Deuteronomy with his conversation with God? He will appoint unto him. An heir of all things. See, Moses was a leader, but Christ, the son of the living God, was appointed an heir of all things. How do you receive them as a prophet or a son? Life everlasting comes through the son, but the prophet will speak the operative, all-powerful command of God. Was he not both? 
all of the above. See, I can run off the names of Christ because this is who he was. Verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Christ was the brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. He said, I got the rhema that will give you life everlasting. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. So not only was he the prophet carrying the operative all power command of God in the words that he spoke. He was the son who was appointed heir of all things. He came in the brightness of God's glory and the expression image of his person and upholded all things by the word of his power. But it says right here, when he had by himself purged our sins so he also was the lamb of god that the book of revelation he calls him the living lamb in heaven he purged our sins through his death on the cross and his resurrection gives us life everlasting by the all-powerful command the rhema words of god that comes forth out of his mouth and that came forth out of his blood the everlasting life because you believe on his words you believe in the son you believe in the final sacrificial lamb and this lamb is living in heaven sitting down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And who is the majesty but God Almighty? This is what we need to understand. When Christ speaks, when the people of God appointed by God speaks, the apostles, the prophet, the bishop, the pastor, the evangelist, they should not be preaching meaningless Speaking to all, meaningless words, words of no power, words of no operation, words of no command of God, words of no authority, but what they should be consenting to are the facts of speech, the operative powerful words and commands, the rhema of Christ. This is what the son spoke. He spoke the rhema word, and the rhema came from God Almighty, 1 John. First John 1, 1 through 3. 
He says, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. He said, look, the word, capital W-O-R-D, the logos of God, the word, the son, we have handled the word of life. We have handled God's rhema through, in Christ. We have handled Christ. We have handled the logos, Christ. The word of God, we have handled him. He was among us. He says, for the life was manifested. And we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you the eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. Manifested means he was an act of divine revelation. The Old Testament spoke of the Holy One coming to, to, to life dying for us and rising again that we may have life everlasting the old testament talked about the son being born of a virgin mary the old testament talked about the everlasting father coming to life being born in a spiritual government the act of divine revelation to appear. In 1 John, he said, the apostle John, he said, we handled the word of life. We handled the everlasting father. We handled the spiritual governor that gives life. We handled the one with the rhema words of God. We handled Christ, the anointed one. We handled the son of God. And his life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. I want you to know today that they spoke the rhema because they have fellowship with the word of life. They have fellowship with the son. They have fellowship with the divine revelation that appeared. He manifested the word of God in flesh. The appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery. Romans 16, 25, 27 lets us know it's a, it was a mystery that had been revealed in the flesh of the Son of God. Divine revelation, the word of life walked among us. The rhema of God walked among us. Christ himself, um, the son of the living God, the lamb that gives us salvation. Living in the heavenlies. And I want you to know today that you, you have to 
you have to understand that by faith or rejection, the words are judging you. The words of Christ. The rhema, the words of God through the mouth of the prophet, of the apostle, of the bishop. That's why sound doctrine is so important because the words that you preach are going to judge the people and us and me. As a preacher, the words are going to judge me. As a believer, the words that I hear are going to judge me if they are from God, if they are the rhema. And they are applied to, to you or to me. They are going to judge us, whether we believe or believe not. And we must teach sound doctrine. We must warn the people of false doctrine. It's in his holy word. It is in the rhema and the logos of God. It's got to come out of us. It reveals the son, the word of life. And if you don't know him today as your Lord and Savior, now is the time. Now is the time to get to know him. Now is the time to love him. Now is the time for faith. Now is the time for the spirit of grace for the son in your life. See, God gave us the spirit of grace. I received it and I received faith in Jesus Christ. It is your turn. It is your turn to receive the spirit of grace for the son, capital S-O-N, for the word of life, for the rhema of God revealed to man. Remember, these words are going to judge you in the end. Heavenly Father, I pray for those right now that want to receive salvation. I pray that in their hearts and in their minds, they begin to say, Father, I believe in the Son, not just the prophet. I believe in the living lamb who died on the cross for my sins, that I may have life everlasting. I believe that I am a sinner. And this day I receive your Son the word of life, your revelation revealed to me by the, by, by the rhema, the all-powerful, all-operative command you gave through her. Father, have your way. I thank you for those that received and spoke those words in their heart or out of their mouth. 
that they have received salvation and have entered into the sheepfold and that their names are written in the Lamb's book of life. I pray that you would continue to move in their life uh, and that they would be strengthened and edified in their spirit by sound doctrine, by the, the rhema that comes through the preacher or teacher that they hear. No matter the level of minister that they hear it from, that it will edify and strengthen and build them up and make them active in the knowledge of your son, Jesus Christ. That they will break free from the shackles of sin and death. That they will re begin to run a race that they will continue until the day of Jesus Christ, that they will stay in faith and in truth and in, in holiness towards you. Father, have your way and those that are believers. This day I pray that we repent and turn from our wicked way and that you would have your way in the lives of each and every believer. That you would continue to strengthen and build them up. Or us up, Lord, in the most holy faith. That the spirit of grace will stay with us. From you to me and me to you. Until the day of Jesus Christ. Have your way, almighty God. Have your way. In Jesus Christ's name, amen and amen. Amen. Amen.